Hello and welcome to 40 Going On 14, show number 10. This week we're looking back at the top songs in 1988 and facing them off of the current top 10 Billboard charts of 2013. I am Mike. I'm Patrick. I'm Joe. And I'm Josh. And I just got a report based on my street credit and it appears my street credit's overextended and they're coming to repossess my grill. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> that could mean one of three things. Uh, your actual grill, if you have a barbecue grill, the grill on your car, or the grill on your face. Uh, I'm guessing the third uh, one. Or it could be a guy with a speech impediment coming to take Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take your grill. <laughs> you have it. All right. It's a nice so. grill. <laughs> Mr. No-No's, get back in the closet. Uh, So, this week, since I figure since we're doing 1988 for the uh, music, I'll go back to this week in 1988. And the movie They Live opened this week. So cool. Yes. Such a great movie. I love that That movie. That movie is fantastic. Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, by John Carpenter, another John Carpenter movie. And probably the longest fight scene just to get a guy to put on a damn pair of sunglasses. <laughs> it's like it's a fist fight. Did you know? Did you know that in South Park they did a a shot for shot remake of that with a fight between Jimmy and Timmy, the two handicapped kids? It, no, but that sounds amazing. It was a shot for shot remake. It was so amazing. That's um, a triple fight episode, right? That's the yeah. name of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the. Uh, I don't remember what was the name of the guy who was he was fighting that Roddy Roddy was fighting with. Jim Brown. Yes. No. 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 no, That's yeah, Keith David. Yeah. Keith David, you're right. Yeah. Um. Apparently, from what I've read on the trivia about this movie, is that the initial choreography for choreography (laughs) um, (laughs) for the for the fight wasn't exciting enough for the two of them, so they just kind of went with it. (laughs) They're like, this isn't this isn't tough enough. We can't fight like this. We're gonna just make it up as we go, and we got the fight scene that we got. And the director's just like, keep filming, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I think they may be trying to kill each other for real now. <laughs> that only works when you've got a professional wrestler involved, like Mr. Piper, because every other story I hear like this, where the actor's like, okay, now hit me for real, ends up with, and then filming had to be stopped because he went to the hospital. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, well, didn't that happen in? Um, uh, Expendables? Yes, that happened in... Well, actually, he nearly died in Expendables. Yeah. He broke, yeah. Uh, um, Stallone. Stallone, yeah. Yeah, Stallone had... Uh, what's his face? Hit him for real. Um, Dolph? Big, yeah, Dolph. Had Dolph, Dolph hit him Amber. for real. Also happened to wow. the Princess Bride. Uh, Carrie always told Christopher Guest to clock him for real with the hilt of his sword and uh, <laughs> had to go to the emergency room. Inconceivable! <laughs> <laughs> you know, about four minutes into that fight, and and they live. I'm just like, put on the damn sunglasses, put them on, put them on, come on. Yeah. And also another. That's all he's. I was gonna say another one of cinema's greatest lines in that movie. Yes, I'm here to yep. kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> I also like the scene where he doesn't he like fall out of her her house like down a hill or something like that. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't know. We gotta, we gotta watch that movie. That's a, that's another great. We just need them to remake it. Yeah. Um, Rob Zombie television. Did on that. <laughs> with John, with John Cena in the lead. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, then who would you have? The Rock. The, what? The Rock's everything. No. I love that, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, but it, come on. This is not a good enough movie to have Dwayne Johnson. The Ultimate Warrior? 
The Ultimate <laughs> Warrior uh, probably couldn't do any of the action anymore. He uh, wrecked his back years ago. Uh, wrecked trying him, to near killed him. Yeah, he tried to pick up to powerbomb Yokozuna, and even when he returned to wrestling, you'll notice that he didn't do any uh, wrestling moves that required him to lift anything, because he blew out yeah, his oh, back. Wow. A little wrestling trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Biting, uh, biting Pat style. I didn't style. even know that. Oh, wait, I wasn't paying attention. What? <laughs> You're educating <laughs> me now. What? All right, and in television, Geraldo gets his nose broken by a white supremacist. Yeah, this, was, coming. this was the famous bit where he decided to have, like, Klansmen... Uh, defending their position uh, on his show, and a fight broke out. And this was before, like, Jerry Springer, when a fight breaking out every week was sort of the show itself. Yeah. And, yeah, he and wasn't ready was the for first it. Big, yeah, yeah. And he comes back with that giant, like, nose pa- uh, patch of gauze on his nose and everything. Well, his nose was pretty damn big to begin with, yeah. so... But and the uh, toys this year's hot toy was the Nintendo Entertainment System action set with the light zapper <laughs> introduced at Christmas with the gun. I don't know what name the dog made when he laughed at you, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was three years after the NES showed up in the United States. But yeah, this was the mm-hmm. big bundle that had both Duck Hunt and Super Mario. Ooh. Yeah, and you got the gun, and they also was this the same year that they released Rob, or was Rob before this? Uh, Rob the Robot Buddy. Uh, I'm great with this stuff, but not so great with years. Rob the Robot NES. The music isn't going faster, so I got plenty of time. Oh, Rob. Okay, Rob the Robot Buddy was in 1985. Oh, wow. Oh, you're done, sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He's going to do that for the next hour. <laughs> All right, and then that was it for we had for uh, this week in 1988. Right, because we're about to talk about the music of 1988. Yes. The, the whole rest of the show will be this week in 1988. I was, the rest of the intro. <laughs> I was 13 right, yes. going on 14. That's a different show, what? though. I was 16, oh. actually. Yeah, you, I was 16. Were you interested in the rules yet, Patrick? <laughs> what? <laughs> that would have been really funny if you hadn't Skyped out, I'm sure. <laughs> I think it was pretty damn funny because he did Skype. Yeah. I, said, I know, I know in- what he was trying to do, and it would have been really funny, but he just instead he was like, well, you can go... Patrick, don't tease Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All right, so, bedroom. Oh. How much How much music did you guys listen to in 1988? All of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I've always been crazy about music. All of it. So, I say we'll start at ten, move our way up. Oh, that sounds good. Let's roll with All it. Right. Aha! Uh, ah, very good. There? there we go. Clever. I did. Here we go. Steve Winwood's roll with it was number ten on the charts at that point. All right, I I have this album still. Really? And every now, yeah, and every now and then I'll put it on. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean he's got a great sound. You know, uh, I like the fact that he's so rooted in blues. If you watch the video, <laughs> he's the only white guy in the entire place. <laughs> you just turned into Chico Marx. You're like, I like it the way he does that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent. I was most wondering of my... what was so funny about me talking about Steve Winwood. I, I spent well, most of my time in the car listening to the 1980s. Uh, Sirius XM station, so I, I end up hearing this song a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
at work we have an 80s station. We'll put this on and I'll hear it at least two, three times a day. I don't hate but, Steve Winwood, but uh, it's kind yeah. of a no, pleasure, I guess. I'm never going to go to a Steve Winwood concert ever, like, and I'm never going to buy a Steve Winwood CD. But I respect him as a musician. Okay, that's okay. So, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat, kind of. He might be I like on my iTunes. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if he pops on the radio, I'm not going to skip over it. I mean, it's a good song and Higher Love. The video almost knocked me into a second puberty. Woo. You remember that video? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of wet, wet clothing. All right, now Patrick, ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. First thing. This one, first thing that occurred to, occurred to me when I heard this song, Jesus. awkward homecoming yes. dancing. Oh yes. my god, that's exactly what I said to Sarah when we were listening to this next one. Yeah, <laughs> hey, holding go. holding women like you know what, eighteen inches away from you. I'm about to and cry. just rocking side by side. Yeah. This song makes this song makes me sad. Well, it should make you sad. It's an awful song. It's a horrible. <laughs> Shut up, you ass clown. <laughs> gotta be reminded of non-spiked punch and chaperones. <laughs> <laughs> I, back, back in my high school days, I, I DJed every single one of our dances, so I'm intimately familiar with this song and all of these songs, because I never had dates, so I would just DJ the dance. So raise your hands to heaven, to heaven and, and pray. I'm just glad there was no Richard songs in the in the top ten because I got tired of him real fast. You know why you didn't have any dates, Patrick? It's because yeah, loser. No, because you're you're the gurus and there weren't any there and there's only girls in your school. <laughs> you're like, where are <laughs> the gurus? The best time to Skype out ever. <laughs> exactly. Because Every you're time. a punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being edited. Apparently, you were a clown. Fun of the fun of my, the way I used to say girls. It's going to just cut out on you. Uh, okay. Uh, for a few uh, for people that didn't exactly get that, that was Hands to Heaven by Breathe. Just <laughs> yeah. get that out of the way. Yeah, and once again, that was the that was the awkward dance song. Spending the whole time looking over your shoulder and making sure that your buddies weren't laughing at you behind your back while you danced. Uh, and then and that's why I on my Wait, I didn't. Uh, you know yeah. that song seriously though. When I was when I was thirteen, and that song was popular, and even carrying over into fourteen, that song used to really make me sad because I was lonely back then because I was a dork. I mean, I was a straight up like gangster dork. Oh yeah, and, was I can I can relate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mean, still. I was I was the guy in the AV club who was DJing the dances. Don't tell me I wasn't a dork. <laughs> I've seen pictures. You were a dork. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, by the way, speaking I mean, of DJing, do you guys and, and and this is appropriate to the time period? Do you guys remember Casingles? Yes. What? Yeah, I have some Casingles still. Yeah. Casingles. Yeah, they were like they, they were like little forty fives, but they were put on tape. So it was like just a two sided little tiny tape. You know, that you know instead of buying a tape that had every song. It only had one song on it. So, like, like pocket rockers? I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, they, they were around until like ninety. How could you not know about pocket rockers? How could you not know about singles? Yeah, maybe ninety five. Yeah, they but were they, still around. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, for quite a while. And I, I've got a few, but yeah, they call we call them cassette 45s when I worked at the records. I wrote them up as CS 45s. Huh. So that's basically what it was. It was a cassette yeah. 45. Oh, hmm. cool. Well, we, I, called I, them, I, we called them hipsy tunies. <laughs> that's what? That's I may have just made that up. I, yeah, I was going to say that has to be made up. Please tell me that's not. It was a Chicago thing. You guys aren't going to. Yeah, get yeah. That was totally oh, a thing. All right. And Trade now next right up, now. <laughs> hipsy tunies. Hipsy tunies. All the tunies you need for your hip. <laughs> all right. Now for uh, number eight, the other redheaded uh, crush. That we all thought about in the shower, um, Tiffany. Uh, this could have been. Could have been. Uh, yeah. I have a story to go. 
I'm sure you do. Yep. Doesn't involve me. Yeah, I don't. That's all we're doing to that. That's terrible. Not her best single. I don't really no. care about what song she was singing. She was a little babe. But did you see her in Playboy? Yes, I did, of course. Did you masturbate to her in Playboy? While uh. he was doing the dances, because he was an AV dork. Oh. That was much later. That was like well, he was still in high school. <laughs> yeah, I that's, still that's, really get this information. I didn't know she she was in that magazine. No, no, that was seven. Yeah. All right, and the other the next the next one. <laughs> Here we go. Baby, do you know that's Yeah, okay, that's not that. I, I was gonna. Yeah, s- there's another one. Yeah, but hers was so severely airbrushed. It was just. It was oh, not yeah. sexy. It was not yeah. sexy. Still boobs though. But this still. is one that I heard more than once today, not on purpose. This one I heard in the car uh, on the way home after having listened to it this morning. And uh, can I just say the video for this? Besides is her being here, yeah, she, it's fucking creepy. When uh, she's, I mean, she's looking incredible in the video, but when she's not on screen, it's all, it's like a Lady Gaga video. Uh, it does. And it's got these little mask girls wearing, they look like choir, like choir robes carrying these glowing globes around. And, uh, you know, what else it, was, it. it was an odd video. You know what else is creepy? What? Patrick with a goatee. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That was that was mean. Yeah. It was kind of creepy. He made me look like he was going to touch me in my bathing suit area. You wish. You back your head. You wear your bathing suit wrong, Mike. <laughs> that explains why I can't go back to the beach. <laughs> All right. I can't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> All right. Let's let's close out. This is number what? Six. Six. Number six. Um, the last woman. Made, this song made me sad. Then or now? Well, now, because I watched it. I, wa- I listened to it and watched it. It was like, man, she really, you know, she was really talented. I, I liked her. I you know, what, you know what the good news behind this story is, though, right? Don't, 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 Patrick. Oh, God. <laughs> don't. Patrick, save it for the stage. What All are you right. doing? Never mind. All right. Say it, say it Patrick. Go I'll get it out. Go ahead. She's two years sober. Oh. Oh. Okay, I was not a fan of Whitney Houston at any point in her career. I, I always found, uh, I, I th- thought she was more invested and interested in her own talent, and I than I ever was. Uh, like when I heard her do the Star Spangled Banner, it seemed soulless, emotionless, entirely technical, and mostly forgettable. I, Tell I, me I what you really thought, I, Jesus! Wow. I can agree with that about that song. I, I will say that I always liked her voice, but I was never a huge fan. I, I, I enjoy her music, but I was never like ooh Whitney or anything myself. So. No, no, I was kind of. I, I I liked her. I mean, my I know half the reason I listened to it is because my sister was the one that was buying the cassettes for it. But um, come on, it was Matthew. Don't lie. <laughs> Matthew was like four at this time, I think. Oh yeah, well, and if he was, I'd be impressed. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, no, that, I mean, it, it was kind of sad. You know, listen to it, it's like now she's, you know, dead. Dead. I, you know, after being Bobby all Brown choked up and smacked up. around. Yeah. So I loved her first album. But, I did. I, I'm not going to lie. I bought it from the Columbia Record and Tape Club. Yeah. House. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, how, how, I, many, how many hundreds of dollars are owed to that by the four of us? 
Uh, they they wrote uh, that off a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I no that I owned that and I played the crap out of it. I really like that first album of hers. I didn't really follow her career too much. Like I don't celebrate her entire catalog, but uh, <laughs> I, I could definitely say I was a celebrate fan. her catalog. That's a weird phrase. Like from Michael Bolton. I just no, I just have you. I just have. I just saw you like out at the out at the mailbox with a party hat and the clown nose on. Like yay, Sears is here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you don't know the half of it, man. When that J.C. Penny catalog came, I was yeah, boy. You looked through all the bra parts, didn't you? No, I was looking at the Star Wars toys. Oh. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> moving on, moving on to uh, the next. This, if all of you didn't in, like this one, I can no longer be friends with you. Feels like I'm playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> you are. I could never hear this song and be in a band. No, the song's just this is this is another. I want to let it play the whole thing, all five five minutes and fifty five seconds. The list is the longest song on the entire uh, entire thing, except for let's see who's I think Steve. No, I, it's even longer than the Steve Winwood one. I think it's pathetic that this is not the number one song personally, because that's this might be the greatest <laughs> rock song ever written. Yeah, wow. but I think oh, Patrick, was... that's big words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, seriously, coming from yeah. I mean, that, that's it's, seriously. I, I mean, this song, this this is a perfect song in my opinion. Wow, that's high praise from you. It is because you usually hate everything. I know. Wow, I've got a box of Guns and Roses. Give it to Patrick. Patrick hates everything. <laughs> I don't, I, He's listening to it. He's listening to it. <laughs> I cannot be cynical about this song at all. This song is perfect. And, the, no, and, and, and my favorite of part of this song is is actually a story behind it. Um. They were in the studio one day, Guns N' Roses, and they were just kind of in between, you know, doing some work and doing whatever. And um, Slash is off in the corner, just you know, uh, playing with his guitar, and and Axel's all, you know, off doing whatever heroin he can find or whatever. And he hears what Slash is doing, and he goes running over to him. He's like, "Oh, that's you know, that, we got to do that. That's our next song. Do that. Play that riff." And then Slash looks at me. He's like, "No, man. He's like, this, this is a, like a, a, a guitar warm up. It's an actual it's like it. exercise." He's doing. yeah, and 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 you know, and you know. He convinces him to turn it into a song. They turn it into, you know, and it becomes, you know, the intro to Sweet Child of Mine. It's- yeah, one of the best. I, I agree with you. It's not, I can't say it's the best, but it's up there. It's in my top 10. And this is another one of those songs where you're driving and this comes on, and you look down, and suddenly you're doing 120. Yeah. I have, a, I have a fun fact also. Go ahead. Did you know that up until. Yes. The release. <laughs> Patrick was a, actually Patrick before Guns N' Roses. He was a huge Motley Crue fan, but once they released the album Girls, 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 he was out. <laughs> he was out. It you want to know something else? Title. What? Here we go. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. So, um, we're supposed to Skype out in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so I was. I put this on. I was watching it on TV upstairs, and the kids looked at it and like, "Yeah, we know that guy. He was on Phineas and Ferb." Oh, I'm like, "What?" Boy. There's like, apparently Slash did the guitar for a music video on the Disney TV show Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> He's a whore, man. He's everywhere. He does everything. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been on. Well, yeah, he's usually on Conan all the time for all kinds of stuff. I mean, but that's his thing. I mean, it's it's slash. I mean, it you can you can automatically get you know more cred to whatever you're doing because slash is there, and no one's gonna say, oh god, it's slash again. There was there was a great episode where Conan and Slash went uh, went to different garage sales that they found advertised in the paper. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just showing up at <laughs> random people's houses looking through their crap. <laughs> I also uh, dug through, after watching this one, I found a, looked on YouTube for Axl Rose 2013 Oof. and found, and Su- uh, Suzanne, my wife, just looks over and she goes, 
who's the pimp? <laughs> yeah. He was like wearing these striped black satin yeah, pants. Axel and is looking, jacket. Axel's looking real rough lately. Yeah, and he was kind of a dick. I mean, it was like fans telling him how much they loved him and all that. And he's like, yeah, back in the 80s, right? And I was like, thanks, man. Well, there, yeah. We're fans. There was one particular point where most fans turned on him. And that was the time where uh, Metallica was opening for Guns N' Roses. Yep. And there was a pyrotechnics accident. And Axel could have saved the day. Uh, Metallica had to go off because of the pyrotechnics accident uh, setting. Uh, was it? Uh, uh, it wasn't Lars. It was James's hair on fire, if I recall. Okay. And James Hetfield was on fire, had to leave. Metallica could not go on. And instead of coming and saving the day, immediately starting uh, their set, Guns N' Roses, because of Axel, refused to go on. Yeah, I could see that would be a big turning point. He, it, he it, always it almost resulted in a riot. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. And, he was, and, he's been, and he's been banned as a performer from that town ever since. What town was he in? I can't remember what it was, but I just remember oh, that he's been... Um, nope. I should know this. Yeah. Okay. Well, think about it. We're going to skip on to the next uh, one. Before we move on, I, I did track yes. down one detail. Uh, Pat was saying okay. that uh, he thought it was a crime that it hadn't been the number one song. That's because it was the number one song when it uh, debuted in August of 1988. So it had been on the charts already for several months before it slipped this far. Uh-huh. Uh, Considering it's November and it came out when? August, you yes. said? August 11th, and it's only, it like. Yeah, and it's only number five. That's, I, that's, I thought I thought yeah. this was for the year of 1988. You looked it up for the week, for this current week. Well, no, no, this is for the year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I thought it should be number one for the whole year. Oh, this was for the whole year. I thought it was this, for this yeah, week. This, oh, okay. No, I could I dug and dug and I could not find a week by week. But ready for this one? Here we go. Oh, good. Oh yeah. We just got Rick Roll. <laughs> you bet, Rick Roll. Is it Rick Roll when you really were meaning to play it? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he needs all the help he can get. This is my puker voice. I have listened okay, to this song unironically so many times in the last few years. Unironically? Unironically. I, I genuinely love that song. It's a, it's a great it song. It really is. I mean, I, I don't want to like it, but I do. Okay, fun fact. And this is a, this Last night on the Undercover Unitars, Scott, for his top six list, said, the top six things that Rick Astley is never going to do. <laughs> and none of us really quite got it right away. And then he's like, number six, never going to get, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. And he just went down the list. And I was like, that is really clever and quite funny. And then we got Rick World. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. It is a fun song. Though. It's a guilty it's, pleasure. Yeah, it's a fun song. I mean, and how many is, of you were surprised when you saw him the very first time in a video? You're like, what? <laughs> well, I know. That um, voice is coming Sinbad out of was. that guy. <laughs> Did you hear about that, where Sinbad was on a talk show and he was talking about um, Rick Astley being a brother? No. <laughs> and he was in there like, um, he's like, he'd think he's a ginger? He is. He's, you know, he's, so Sinbad was surprised. No, and he's got some serious, serious lungs there. I mean, he's got a good voice. And his other, um, what was the other song that he had? Who, Rick Astley? Together Forever. Yeah, Together oh, yeah. Forever. Forever and never apart. That was actually before this. But this is the one. And I, uh, did you guys watch the video? You've been Rick Rolled? It, really? Uh, yeah, I, I watched the, it, the yeah. video. I watched the video. They, 
<laughs> there's a reason he's got such a good voice because that man cannot dance. That's true. He has, <laughs> that one, yeah, he has that white Irish dance down. Yeah, sure. he's like, my feet are glued to the ground. I'm just going to sort of sway and bounce sort of thing going on with that trench coat that he was wearing in the alley. <laughs> I have a trench coat, too. Now we know why Josh likes Rick Astley. Yes, white Irish wears a trench coat, can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we just described Josh. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Secretly, I, right. I am Rick Astley. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right, <laughs> oh. We would have gotten away for it, with it, too, if it wasn't for that Rick Astley. Uh, I did uh, find the details on uh, Guns N' Roses. That was the okay. city of Montreal, and it didn't almost start a riot. It did start a riot, which caused oh, nice. nearly... In Canada? Yeah, nearly half a million Ooh, dollars in damages. You know, but yeah, in Canada... Revolting, you know they're mad. <laughs> Yeah, you done fucked but up. But in Canada, a couple, they're, yeah. they're so they're such a peaceful bunch in Canada. It was, it was really a quiet riot. Uh, I am getting in the car right now, <laughs> and I'm going to come out there. I'm going to punch you right in the dick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm do not doing this podcast anymore. Can that. you do it several okay. times? Because I really <laughs> yes. need to get one off. Oh. Yeah, he ended All the right. show with "Thank you, your money will be refunded," and walked off stage. What? Yes, he he was convicted in November of the same year of property damage and assault in relation to the Riverport riot, fined uh, $50,000 and received two years probation. I think the Riverport riot is unrelated to this, but... Uh, wow. Yeah. That's when you know you're a rock star, when you've caused two different riots. You're like, no, no, not that riot, the other riot. <laughs> the other riot. That was you know, 1992. That second riot was in a part of town where there was a lot of jazz. It was really kind of a zoot suit riot. Oh, don't do it. Oh, oh my God. God. I would say more swing. You, you, want me to guy, you want me to come pick you guys up before I head <laughs> sure. out to his place? All right, Joel, here we go. Now, I, I classified this one under who's going to tell him no. Because no one's going to tell George Harrison not I to do a song. I got my mind on you. I got my mind on you. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. 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 And, and, and repeat. <laughs> yeah, rinse, repeat. Throw, throw a in. quick couple verses in there and just keep saying that. And it's going to take money. But you know what? That's George, that's George Harrison. He was a Beatle, like you said. That's right. <laughs> who's going to tell him, hey, your song's kind of catchy, but not much to it? Who's going to tell him? Yeah. Because if, really if you really want to dive into it, there were some Beatles songs that lyrically were not really all that, you know, that amazing, but well, you have to listen to this, and you can definitely tell that it was John and Paul that wrote a lot of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because you know Ringo didn't do it, yeah. <laughs> and between between this and uh, My Sweet Lord, you know that's pretty much he's he's got under his belt. But I love My Sweet Lord. That is that that is one of that is one of my favorite Beatles related songs. Period. Yeah, with a lot of repetition, a lot mm-hmm. of the same words over exactly. and over again. That's, I mean, it's catchy. You can't. I mean, there's a reason that you know popular songs do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, the video was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was unusual. Yeah, all the stuff moving, but I think the most ridiculous part was that guy who looked absolutely nothing like George Harrison doing the flips and the jumps in the middle of the song. <laughs> Wait, did was, we watch the same video? Yeah, where he stands up on the chair, does the backflip off the chair and all that. There are two different Got My Mind Set on You videos, by the way. There was one that uh, is a couple on a date and another one where George Harrison is on a revolving set. Wait, 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 wait. The song was good enough to elicit two videos? They made two videos for it, yeah. Once again, this goes into the who's going to tell George Harrison (laughs) no. Good point. Good point. (laughs) I think we should make another one. Yeah, let's do that. Well, we're not going to pay for it. He's like, fuck it, I'll pay for it. I don't care. I'm George Harrison. (laughs) I paid paid for Monty Python. I had an album with a garden gnome on the cover. (laughs) 
<laughs> did you have? Yeah. So who the hell do you think you are? You're going to tell me no? I'm George Harrison. Fuck you. Make another yeah. video. Yes, sir. <laughs> so it's like, I guess the concept is like, well, we either want to show a couple on a date or a guy in a chair doing backflips. Why not make right. both? <laughs> That's when Ringo walks up. He's like, why not you both? <laughs> like, go back to the All-Stars, Ringo. That's why, that's why we keep you around. Um, now, here's here's my big song. George, I don't like your song. Paul, all I've got to say is wings. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here. Now, what you were saying, Pat, with the opening of the Guns N' Roses, I think this is another one of those songs where you hear the opening riff and you immediately know what's going on. Yeah, and it just puts you in a good mood. That's a great song. It's such a great beat. But I will say this. Even though I'm a huge NXS fan and I wore out two copies of Kick through high school, that song lyrically is crap. <laughs> I have to say it. I mean, it's there's something. I don't don't get me wrong. NXS has got some good stuff. I mean, there's the uh, Meditate is a great song. You've got uh, Devil Inside is another great song off that album. But this one was Disappear. I love that song. Disappear. Yeah. I mean, and just about every single one of their albums, even post Michael Hutchins, has got some good stuff on yeah. there. But uh, and, and they had one, they had one of the I mean one of the most meteoric rises in all of rock history. I mean, they were. They in in like six weeks they went from unknown to playing stadiums of fifty thousand. It was in oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I looked up some of the videos of uh, them in, in concerts and like concerts in even as ninety four in Japan and huge huge groups, yeah. huge crowds out there waiting to see them. So now this is the depressing one. Wait 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 uh, yeah. Wait, wait, there's wait, a wait, lot wait, more wait. about Need You Tonight because okay. though it might not have been the greatest lyrically it was the only in excess song to ever hit number one on the billboard hot 100 that is true really that is true and as i said before the show started i will forever associate them with you michael and you already said that you know they're they're one of your favorites but every time i hear an in excess song i immediately go mike um but i do have to take issue with them on one count that after he passed away you're going to bring up the show, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they had a show to get a new singer, which they did, and they got, and they made an album and went on tour and all that stuff. But it's like, really? I, I just felt like it was kind of trashy. It was. I did I did think that that was an awful way to, hey, Michael, you're dead. Let's go to the general public. Right. I'm sure we can find another talent as good it as you. It worked for Journey. And Judas Priest. <laughs> Not a good point. Well, there's two. It worked for yeah, Alice but- in Chains. <laughs> oh, wait, they didn't do a TV show. But they did get a new singer. It almost which, worked for Queen. Uh, well, they, George Michael was a really good choice to like sing with them if they if that would have stuck. Right, yeah. Because yeah. he, he could pull it off. I mean, the guy's got a set of pipes. No, there's uh, no denying know. that. Yeah. He's not. Speaking of which. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice nice let's, let's go. Whoop, let's turn up the volume, too. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot. It's got that quiet. There we yeah. go. Oh yeah, the, the church intro. The yeah. church intro. Yeah. We are gathered here. And, then, and like the camera's panning up. To his, watch the camera's panning George up his Michael's jeans, butt to his in button, jeans. Right to his bottom. Well, and this Which is, is the only version of Freedom from Wham. Yes, yes it is. Yes. Again, very poppy, very catchy.
Should be because this this was one of my favorite albums of the eighties. Uh, Faith, yeah, absolutely. George Michael's Faith. Like I listen to basically uh, a lot of different things, but mostly either heavy metal, like songs from the fifties and sixties, and George Michael. I loved this album. It was a good album. There was a lot of good stuff. This is this. No, refresh remember. Is this the one where he had "I Want Your Sex" on it? Yeah. Okay, because that's in the mo- in the video. It starts off with the uh, the uh, record player playing "I Want Your Sex," and then this song comes on to it. It's, but um, no, uh, this is, is and this is I think on that the, album as well. I want you to say, uh, no, no, no. That that was on um the uh, crap. It's volume one something. I don't know, I have to look it up. Okay, this is a uh, faith father figure. I want your sex parts one and two. One more try. Hard day. Hand to mouth. Look at your hands. Monkey and kissing a fool. That's a great lineup. Yeah, that's a great one album. More try is a great song. I love that song. Yeah. I've done at least yeah. three songs off this album karaoke in my life. I I I used to say it was a guilty pleasure, but I've since just gone straight off and said, you know what? That's bullshit. The guy is talented. He writes good yeah. songs, and he's got a hell of a voice. So I am a George Michael fan, and will be. And he's adorable. He is very attractive. <laughs> well, if he can just keep who, his penis in uh, his pants. Yeah, it was like, is, this, is he the one who kidnapped the male uh, escort? No. Or was that Boy that George? That was Boy George. Okay. No, uh, he also had legal girl problems. George. <laughs> His uh, legal problems were for supposedly exposing himself in a restroom. Isn't that what you're supposed in to do? In a rest stop restroom. Rest stop restroom. How is that? Okay, I'm like, yeah, yeah, not. I was. <laughs> And not for the normal purpose. He wasn't exposing himself actually inside the restroom. It was outside the restroom that was the problem to another uh, man. I, I don't see another man's I, mouth. See, I don't see the problem. Public I'll public sex is illegal. That's the only. I mean, the no, they, that's not. what they got Preeby Herman on too. No, yes, it it's not. Yes, it is. You freak. I've never done it, so I don't know. But no, it's. I not. have. Trust me, it's illegal. You, you don't want to get caught. What happens if you get caught? Uh. Well, the couple times it's happened to me, they pretty much just shoo you off. But you know, they can actually take you take you down and arrest you. Really? Yeah, it's a misdemeanor. Shoo, wait, shoo you off? Yeah. Like, like I just see, I just see a cop with a bottle, like a spray bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> he comes, he comes up with a coffee can full of full of rocks and beans, and he shakes it like, ah, and you run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go, top ten of the year, nineteen eighty-eight. I had a so, lot of fun watching the, all these videos again on YouTube uh, today. So, I will agree oh, that. yeah, yeah, that was a, it was a lot of fun. Yes, I enjoyed. it. I think. What do you think out of given out of these ten? What's your number one? Ooh, me obviously, sweet child of mine. I'm gonna have to oh, go yeah. with Patrick on that. Although one of the other songs that came out right around the same time that you had mentioned when we were planning the show last week is um, "Here I Go Again" by Whitesnake, which I think is an amazing song. And I know that's, that's gonna fun, make that's me a fun song, but it's I love that song. Please tell me you don't think it's better than uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Really? Really? One of the last things I want to mention before we uh, go to break is uh, George Michael actually, in a pretty impressive you know stint here, has the number 11 song of the year as well in One More Try. So is is number one and number 11. He just missed having two top tens. Yeah, I, I would oh, have nice. to put my pick for this. I mean, my knee-jerk was Faith, and then I was thinking, well, maybe I'll actually go with Never Gonna Give You Up. But no, I, I think I think I'm sticking with Faith. 
Going with Faith? Yeah. Well, I mean, even though I said, like, lyrically, I'm sticking with Need You Tonight. Guns N' Roses is awesome. I love them, but I've always been a huge fan of uh, In Excess. So I think I'm going to go with the, the, going with them on that one. All right. All sweet. right. Go. All right, sweet. Well, let's uh, All right. cut to the break, I guess, and uh, we'll come back with uh, the top ten now. Yes. Be right back in a little bit. Hey, everybody, we're back, and we are now up to the 2013 Billboard Top 10 charts. We just covered 1988, the years of our youth, and now we're going to see if we can bring out the old curmudgeon and uh, review some of the movie, some of the uh, songs that are coming out nowadays. I'm not allowed so. to bring out the old curmudgeon in public anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you and George Michael. Hey. Oh, I see what you did there. Like that? Yeah, that's a good one. All right. That's a callback. So. That's what that is. So, uh, coming in number 10 for the week is Yulvis. What does the fox say? <laughs> oh, I love this song. Uh, here we go. Which version are you playing? Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes crow, and the elephant goes toot. Ducks say quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, ow, ow. But there's no sound that no one knows. What does the fox say? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's awesome. What a lot of people don't know who only watch the video for these guys is that they're not just an odd Norwegian band that doesn't understand things. They're a comedy band like Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The Fox is great, but I don't know if you guys have ever listened to the rest of their catalog. I've listened to, I've listened to a bunch of their other stuff. Oh my yeah, Mike god. Play, Mike played me one of their songs about the dubstep and that that was one's funny. good. There's uh, the arena rock, uh, Jan Eagleland, uh, which uh, if you have not heard it, I, I uh, you have to. And the um, Stonehenge, yes, the, the is secret also of Stonehenge. Really good. I mean, the fact and that these guys have cracked the top ten in in uh, <clears throat> American you know pop music is insane. Because I mean, like you said, this would be like Lonely Island making it in Europe. You know, it's like it, under their top ten, it's just crazy. But that also well, proves that the internet is a powerful force. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because as soon as that hit the web, everybody it was like like wildfire. Everybody was talking about this damn song. Same thing Have with that seen... Michael Moore song too, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, oh I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, same thing. Heard that, that was all. That was that was only the second song ever. You know, second non or non labeled song. <laughs> non union. Non union song. Yeah, non labeled. Damn song. those union rappers <laughs> <laughs> crossing the picket lines. Is... <laughs> all those scab rappers. <laughs> Ooh, <Why is> that <laughs> funny. <laughs> Ooh, that's horrible. It's scab they're, rappers. They're called. They're called scabbers. <laughs> what you know about rocking a wolf on your noggin, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> no, that. But then you are right, Joel. Outside of the internet, in the eighties, this song would have never gotten outside of wherever it came from. Because <laughs> this is, I mean, this would be like, I mean, in like Weird Al back then showing up on the European charts. Yeah. No, not only is it funny, but the guys can sing. Uh, I'm reminded of like Stephen Lynch, who's hilarious oh. and has a hell of a mm, voice. Good point. Yeah, he does. He is damn hilarious, and he can sing very much. So. Yeah, he's the one who does the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons one, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, he's hello, I'm Satan. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You know, you could throw Jonathan so. Colton in there too. I would, I would imagine. Sure. Oh, Jonathan Colton, hands down. Yeah, he's fantastic. But he's, but see, these guys are just Jonathan Colton is ridiculous, but he's like smart ridiculous. Yeah. Um, these guys are just. Have you seen the the video of them showing senior citizens? Senior citizens watch the Fox, and it. There, it's it's great because they're like you've got the bald dude with the mustache and the Hawaiian shirt who's just like before it even starts he's like I know these guys they're amazing and then you have remember the caricature of the uh, the librarian really long face real small mouth puckering and yeah. really just she is in this it is this woman and her it's not a caricature her head is actually that big <laughs> <laughs> but so going up to number ten this is Imagine Dragons. And the song Demons. Um, there we go. These are cold and the cards all folding the saints. We see are all made of gold. When your dreams all fail in the ones <clears throat> we hail are the worst of all. And the bloods run stale. I want to hide the truth. I want to shelter you. What did you guys think about this one? Uh, I saw the title and the name of the band and was excited. I was like, Demons, Dragons, this is stuff I like. And then I heard the song and I was like, wait a minute, I already know this. I just didn't know that I'd known it. And I, I, I probably wouldn't like download it for my iTunes or Rocket on my MP3, but I, it's a fine song. I have to I, admit, oh, I, I, have not, ahead, I didn't get a chance to hear that, that song before the show. And I um, I saw them on Impractical Jokers. They uh, they they allowed them to basically take over their show for a, a joke before the show started. Okay. And I was like, wow, these guys have a sense of humor. I wonder what they sound like. And I never got around to listening to them. And then I saw them on here. And then I just had been busy, so I never got to hear that song. But I, I actually thought that was pretty good. I, I like that. That's right up my alley. Yeah, I mean, they have another song. Um, th- I like this song of theirs, but they have another song called It's Time, which I think is a great song. <clears throat> I mean, so I, I'm actually, I like these guys. I'm probably going to go out and buy their CD. Did you guys watch the video? I know I Joel yeah. may not. No. no, I did not see the video. What's awesome about this is they are, it's basically a live show, and they'll zoom in on various people in the audience and then show what it is that haunts them. Like one guy isn't a vet from Afghanistan. One guy's got a father who's drunk and beats his ass. Uh, everyone's got their own like demons that are inside them. And I thought it was a really, really cool way of showing the video while still doing like a concert video. Right. Cool. That is a very cool concept. I have to say, I wasn't really impressed with the song. I mean, it's not, a little too mellow for my taste, but like I said, when I was saw uh, Demons and Imagine Dragon, I was thinking a lot more than louder than what I got. I, I'll tell you guys, check out that song. It's time. It's a much better song by them. Okay. I will. I'll have to check it out now. Uh, number which one? This would be number seven. Yeah, so. seven. Yeah, no, no, seven. number one eight. Re- no, eight. Eight. <laughs> uh, one. One Republic, counting stars. I've been, I've been losing sleep. Dreaming about the things that we could be. What? Laughing at Josh. I've been, I've been praying hard. Said no more counting dollars. We'll be counting stars. Yeah, we'll be counting stars. I'm getting this album. 
if anything, if the rest of the album is as good as this, I'm I'm buying it. I like this one yeah, a lot. That's a, I, I like that song very much too. This, this is the first time I've heard it. Uh, I hadn't heard it either, and it's it's one of I think three songs in this top ten that have obvious like folk influences, and uh, I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of folk music, so uh, this one was a winner for me. Folk, folk yeah. man. <laughs> folk Sorry. music is actually having a little bit of a of a renaissance right now in in popular music. I don't think it went anywhere. Well, what was the with like What's Phil Phillips and and um and and the uh, the Lumineers and things guys like them you know get popular. Oh, uh, what's the what's the other big one that's out? Hey Hope the, the Lumineers. No, I'm trying to think. Oh, of I know that's the other that's band. Another band that was out the very uh, well, that has a, obviously which we'll talk about in a minute has right. both okay. the, uh, folk and country influences. Because because when I went I went down to the music shop and I was picking out some looking for microphones and that sort of thing and he. Uh-huh. I was just talking with the guy there about reselling instruments and what he's buying, what he's selling, and he had a really nice electric guitar that was there for like maybe fifty, sixty bucks. And I was like, "Really? You know, that's really cheap for that sort of thing, isn't it?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "I can't get rid of them." He goes, "Now ukuleles, mandolins, I can't keep them in the store." He's like, "He's taking big money to buy those back and selling them for twice as much because now, because the this folk recursion and this folk comeback sort of thing, everyone's looking to sound like them, and he's selling a ton of those things now. That makes me so happy. And me too. It really does. Yeah, I mean, that, cool. that style of music is really, and I can't. Mumford and Sons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who they, he yeah, said. They, he said ever since yeah. when they went big, he was like, he they he sold out of ukuleles like in a week." And he was like, I don't know where they, what just happened. He says, they're, they're suddenly, you know, they sit there for years, and suddenly they're gone. So, What do you think, Joel? But, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely up my alley. I'd probably have to hear some other things from them before I'd <clears throat> say one way or the other. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, you know, it's surprising because everybody these days when they talk about popular music, it's it's all uh, Lady Gaga this or dubstep that or uh, whatever. And uh, immediately, I, that's what I imagine is there. And to be honest with you, all the music I find is not in the top charts. So it's it's a pleasant surprise actually to. I don't think see any this. of the music you've ever found has been in the top charts. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. uh, it used to be Joel was exactly six weeks ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. We used to always we used to always go to his bedroom and like let's find out what kids are going to be listening to in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Hey, yeah. you know what though, Joel? Yeah. I mean, we found I I myself found out of a lot of it, a lot of bands that I would have never even heard of. If it wasn't for you. Yep. So. Yay me! That's oh. very Yay true. for you! And I'm still doing it. All right, it. and speaking of Lady Gaga, yeah. here we go. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got a new Casio for Christmas. I was just Christmas. thinking that! <laughs> <laughs> I have a comment as soon as you're done. Yeah. I have one comment about her. All right, that's okay. I have two comments about this. Is my two two cents on Lady Gaga? Okay, it's Devo and Susie and the Banshees had a bastard child. No, number one, I think she writes a good pop song that when it's covered by somebody else can be very catchy. But number two, I think she's done amazingly well at stealing Madonna's gig and uh, making it popular again. So I'll give you that because God knows Madonna's not using it anymore. No. That's no, she's not. So it's not like it's a big deal. All Madonna, but, needs, all Madonna needs anymore is just souls to feed her. She's Madonna too. Two point <laughs> That's all. Well, I am a fan of Gaga in general, uh, but this particular song, 
doesn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, it seems a lot like Lady Gaga Mad Libs. You could throw in like everything you think of when you hear the Lady Gaga song in both terms of the video and the song itself, and mm-hmm. you kind of just throw it into a blender and come out with this. I, I was not impressed with this one. It's, it's like an, an average music writing software you know, could come up with this song if you just gave it like all the Lady Gaga requirements. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I'm not, I wasn't really big on this one. And I, uh, like all of her singles and videos, I was like, maybe it's the art pop with an emphasis on the pop side, but I, I liked the songs and thought the videos were clever and uh, kind of cool to watch. But uh, this one, eh, could take it all. My, yeah. my opinion on Lady Gaga, <laughs> um, I I really just can't stand her uh, in in many many ways because first of all she's just a highly manufactured personality. This is not like this is none of this comes natural to her. This is everything is pre planned and 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 just completely down to the minutia. Just you know just set and scripted and there's there's nothing left to chance. I mean everything is just calculated and kind of like Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Except slightly more successful. I mean, there's no denying that that, is, that obviously it works. I mean, they, they've you know, she and her entourage and her staff, whatever, have come up with something that is making them all a lot of money, and you know, it's it's resonating with someone. But I mean, it just it's way too. She seems like she's trying way too hard to me, and I don't think the music justifies any of the antics, and all the antics are much more powerful than than any of her music anyway. To be fair, we're not exactly her target audience. We're not true. her little monsters. That's very um, true. Well, case in point with with what I the point I made earlier on was that, uh, for example, her song "Telephone." I the first time I ever heard "Telephone" <clears throat> was the Pomplamoose version of "Telephone," and the Pomplamoose version, I was like, "Wow, this is an amazing song." Maybe I've been wrong about Lady Gaga. Maybe I need to actually go check her out. So I went and I watched the video, and admittedly, the video was fun. It was clever, um, and and I've got a lot of respect for. I believe Beyonce was in it, um, mm-hmm. and I, I I think she's amazing, but. That's another story. Anyway, but I didn't like I the agree, song. But- I didn't like her version of the song. It's like you wrote this song, but it's kind of like Tom Waits. Tom Waits writes amazing songs. When people cover them, they become popular. But when he writes them and he sings them, unless you're a core audience like me, then you're probably not going to like his version. I think that's maybe what it is with Lady Gaga. Unless you really like Lady Gaga and you get her, it might not be for you. Know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna finish up my stupid little rant by saying you know that all that being said, <clears throat> I do have two Lady Gaga songs on my iPod, so. I guess you I'm a suck. little hypocrite. Which ones? Poker face because, you know, well, obviously. You like oh, play. funny, yeah. funny, funny, funny and, thing And that, that Let's Dance song or whatever, Just Dance, that song. Oh, that's good. Catchy. The okay. first time I ever heard Poker Face, I thought you said, my butt fucker, my butt fucker face. What? <laughs> 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 now, listen to that song. The next time you listen, you'll <laughs> Because listen of the stuttering, yeah. Butt yeah. butt fucker, my butt fucker face. <laughs> and that's what it sounds like. Um and so she, she says pop 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 poker face pop, my butt fucker face <laughs> i used to annoy sarah by uh, putting my uh finger in her face and going ma 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 <laughs> like what are you doing poker face <laughs> <laughs> for my money i'll take kesha over over lady gaga oh i'll take kesha any day of the week Oh, Kesha is just awful. In more I would ways actually, than one. I actually, I think I might take Lady Gaga over Kesha because 
Kesha is just her, her her voice is just so cloyingly. Let adorable. me tell you right now that of all the arguments I would expect to have on the show, this is not one of them. And I think you'd be doubly surprised by the fact that I actually kind of like them both. Oh, really? Oh, after your, after the George Michael confession, really no. Well, here's the funny part of this though: that people that see this show before they listen to it have already probably got a little bit of a preconceived notion that it's going to be a bunch of old guys complaining about how things aren't as good as they used to be but we've already gone through what five songs on the current top 10 of right now 2013 and so far we're pretty much we're all in agreement that all the songs on there are good songs for the most part yeah although even though i like gaga i was with you guys i don't care for applause in particular all right. I remember the first well, time I heard it was live. On, I think it was—it it might have been Saturday Night Live or something. And I was just like, God, this song is horrible. I was hoping the studio uh, version would have been better, but it wasn't. Butt fucker, my butt fucker, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to number six. All right, six. I'm moving on. All right, here's number, here's number There we go. Speaking of butt fuckers, let's move on. I don't See, you know, I hear that. You know what I hear? I hear uh, this. I was just thinking that, Michael. This is <laughs> this is the 2013 version of "Could Have Been." That's what that was. Uh, see, see, I'm, I'm just about to die. <laughs> I'm a fan of both Justin Timberlake and Jay Z. They both occupy spots on my iTunes, but I, this is another one I don't like the song. No, I don't either. This one's really I. No, they both can do better than this. We've heard them both do better than this, and the, it's one of those cases where the sum is not greater than the parts. You know, I think they they could have done a lot better with this song with the both of them working on it. Like you compare how tight Jay Z's rhymes are in something like Ninety Nine Problems to this, where half the words don't even really rhyme. He's just saying them fucked up so they sound like they sort of rhyme. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the way I write stuff. Um, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that's what we're, we're talking about. Justin Timberlake now, right? Yeah, Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z. Right. Jay-Z I like. I have no problem with Jay-Z. He's with Beyonce. Again, I like Beyonce. Justin Timberlake. Here's a kid who, when he was in NSYNC, looked like a giant blonde pubic mess uh, with his hair. And And I was like, who is this douche canoe? Well, then he came out of that, and I saw Dick in a Box. And all of a sudden, I realized, here's a guy that doesn't take himself seriously. He's attractive. He's funny. He's got a great voice. And now I'm a fan. I'm a big-time Justin Timberlake fan. And for my money, I'm thinking he's going along the way of being like the next kind of... I don't know if I'd go with Prince, but you know, along the line of somebody who's going to have that career that eventually people are going to look no, back and say, You know, the wow. difference is because Prince takes himself very seriously. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody question, takes himself as seriously as Prince takes himself. But, question, but no, I'm, I'm with you on this one, Just. I mean, the Justin Timberlake thing, I did not like him in the boy bands when I first saw Mother Lover. I was like, this guy does not care anymore. He's just having fun. He's enjoying himself. Exactly. That's he exactly does. why I like him. He's, he just is having a good time. He's, he's had like a career renaissance too, and like everybody loves him now. I mean, I was I was sitting at a poker table in uh, Louisiana one night, and I swear to you, some seventy year old woman is sitting there just going crazy talking about what an amazing entertainer Justin Timberlake is. Oh, you got to see him in concert. I mean, like, this is a seventy year old lady just like, going off on him. So everybody loves this guy now. So now the question we have here, did you score? <laughs> Show her your butt, 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 fucker, your butt, fucker face. 
Um, one thing. There's another reason to go come out there and punch you for the image I just got in my head after that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also can act. Like I, I got on the fan of Justin Timberlake uh, train with the movie Alpha Dog uh, in yes, 2006. Good, good call. Okay. Good call. Have not seen that uh, one. Yeah, that's I, a good movie, and he was really. What good. was the sci-fi one that he was in? Uh, in time. time. Yeah, yeah. In time. In time. Yeah. Did anybody see yeah. that one? I, I saw Good it. Stuff? It was I, it was worth watching. It had some internal consist, uh, inconsistencies, but I would say it was it's worth the hour and a half, two hours. I saw I saw cool. it on a flight to Aruba, and I got I got to say that is a perfect movie flight, a movie mo- <laughs> perfect flight movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, movie flight. You can, apparently you cannot say that. <laughs> no, no, but I mean that, yeah, that's that's a perfect movie to watch on a on a flight. You don't have to you think. Fall right asleep, you don't have to you? think too hard. You just watch it, and it's all like kind of yeah. So got it. All right, so now we're moving on to Drake and Majid Jordan. Mm-hmm. Majid. Here we go. Is it Majid? Majid. I need you tonight. <laughs> Slow <Lord> down. <laughs> Magic night. Yeah. Take 45 to 33. <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only one to watch this whole video. You are. I watched it. I watched part of it. Uh-oh. It was so crazy. I, I, like, I thought the these, video was awesome. It was like uh, Miami Vice, but I didn't like the song just in general. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Drake. Yeah, same here. Yeah, no. I just thought the video was a little bit over the top. It was. It was. It was like <laughs> I can just imagine all these guys sitting around going, "Hey, man, let's make a video where we all get to be action heroes." I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and let's set it in Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that? You mean that movie with Colin Farrell? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can say that he Drake is probably to me the least offensive of everybody in Young Money, uh, but that's not saying much considering yeah. the rest of the performers on that label uh, are. Pretty much, to my opinion, the worst thing about pop music. Even worse than Master P was. Yeah, I mean, you're talking uh, Lil Wayne. You're talking. Uh, Make him say, "Uh, uh, na brothers. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, not not a fan of young. All, all of all of pop's puke, basically. <laughs> yeah. <Ew>. pop vomit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a new word, a buzzword for you: pop vomit. That's that. Yeah, that's that label. Yeah. So, I'm not a yeah. fan of Drake, so we can just skip that one and move on. <laughs> I thought oh, the video well, was ludicrous. <laughs> uh, no, ludicrous. Now that. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Did you mean to do that? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> you Let's did. move on. <laughs> <laughs> Douche kadoo. Feeling my way through the darkness, guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end, but I know where to start. They tell me I'm all right. What'd you guys think? Hated it. Really, this might be my favorite. I don't know. That was really pleasant. Really? I wanted to like it, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I just. I don't know. I liked it, and then I saw the video. Oh, I haven't seen the video. The video is. It's a big commercial. I mean, even more so. Like, dance with a giant Pepsi. Okay, I will give it that. Is it's kind of like Hunger Games. No, there's a Ralph Lauren jeans is uh, featured heavily. Well, Ralph Lauren, yeah, the the jeans are featured heavily. Sony uh, cell phones are featured heavily. Everyone's tattooed with the band's logo heavily. it's. I mean, there's so many three, four times that's where they made a, a definite uh, show of showing the brand in the middle of the video. Which I mean, I'm all for 
But uh, hello. Yeah, we're here. I'm <laughs> yeah. here. Yep. I, I mean, I didn't I'm, know you were I'm done. Almost, Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just. I mean, I don't have a problem with people, you know, necessarily selling out. I would sell out if anybody would buy. I just I can't find anybody that's willing to. So, I mean, so I can't necessarily blame somebody for you know grabbing the brass ring when it's there in front of them. But I haven't seen the video, so I don't know exactly how awful it is. That was funny. We're a funny guy. We just have a show together. Uh, okay. Uh, we're recording. Uh, oh, okay. Now, mm-hmm. meh, meh. Oh, we could talk about beer after the show. Oh, beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat would... just linked me full of Findemon. I would love to talk about beer after the show. All right. Should we start up again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where were we? Where? I don't know. Uh, uh, you were let's count it down and go to number three. All right. Okay, yeah, we're done with Wake Me Up. Yeah. Yeah. And here's number three that taking the world by storm. And apparently somebody lent out their Casio. We called, we chained our hearts <laughs> in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell of love. No one could deem. Yeah. Okay. All right. I- I went out of my way to see Wrecking Ball well before this show, and post-production, whatever, I, the girl has some talent in terms of her voice, and I actually really like this song, and it probably will appear in my iTunes. I agree with you that she's she does have a great voice. Having two girls, I've listened to their her country stuff more than I ever want to publicly admit than I just did right now, but... Um, she does have a great voice, but she comes from, you know, a, her father had a great voice, too, despite all the cornball stuff that he did. She was a created thing. This is a definite progression in what's supposed to happen next in her life type thing, I think, where she has the I'm cute and innocent and then she freaks out type of uh, scenario. This one, though, this song is, how many words does she use totally? Lindsay Lohan. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's like 20, 20 words in the whole song. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't buy the whole, like, she's pulling a Lohan, because Lindsay Lohan was obviously out of control in her life, and I think that uh, Miley Cyrus is 100% in control. I agree uh, with that. No, I agree with you on that. She I think everything she's, everything she's done is, is scripted, yeah. Well, and That's she exactly, tried for yeah. years to, like, okay, I'm going to continue to do what I've always done, and people stopped watching, people stopped paying attention, the money stopped rolling in, and then I think she got to a certain point. Granted, she had handlers assisting her with this, but she's like, you know what? I'm in my 20s. I got the body of a cheerleader. Uh, I'm just going to do a whole lot of drugs, go fucking crazy. I mean, I wonder if people would be as much on her ass about it if she was male and British or if they'd just be calling her a punk star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's no Avril Lavigne. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight wow. face. She's uh, no punk. Here, here's my my personal thing on, my, on Miley is just... I mean, I want to hate her with every fiber of my being. I've just never been a fan of her from, you know, from the, before she was even born. I hated her father. (laughs) So, um, it's just just like a a lifelong hatred with the Cyruses that, you know, it's completely one sided. (laughs) They don't even know I exist. So, so, you know, I don't like her is is the short version of that, right? And I don't, I, I hate everything she stands for and I don't care for her and I wish she would just choke on something. Anyway, my point being... But did you like the song? My point being, I want to hate her, right? But then I heard, like, I, I saw these YouTube videos of her, like, doing this backyard country singing, and she sounded like, I mean, she sounded 
strangely like like Patsy Cline almost, and I was like, oh my god, I can't like how she sings. That's wrong. And I've started like listening to some more of her music, and I'm like, you know what? Underneath all the bullshit and all the crap, she's got a good voice, and I don't want to hate her. You know, I mean, voice. I've heard that before because you know, you know who really sounded like Patsy Cline was Patsy, Patsy Cline. Cline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, credit where it's due. A lot of my uh, re-examining uh, of Miley Cyrus and uh, thinking of her in the punk lens. That's that's not an original opinion. Uh, I, I looked at an article on Vice, which I just uh, linked to you guys, and we'll probably at some point put up on the Facebook group for the page uh basically the title of the article is miley cyrus is punk as fuck and uh it it was one of the things that caused me to search out the video for wrecking ball which is what we just heard a little bit of and view it with an open mind and uh i'm not going to go out and say i'm going to be a miley cyrus fan and buy the t-shirts and go see her concert but uh I gave her a chance based on the point of view presented in this article, and I'm glad I did. It's, it's really I'll not a bad song. That. It's really not. I mean, See, if, you, if, you ta- if you take the video away and you take all the you know the circus away, it's just not a bad song. And if you have the video, you've got her naked on a wrecking ball, which is yeah. Just saying. Uh, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers, <laughs> but she's not really my cup of tea. I, I guess I would. I would side on, and, on the and undecided. you're as cracker as they come. I guess I'd be undecided <laughs> at this point. You're Let's see where she goes, because I didn't like her previously. I didn't care for what she was doing back when she was doing Hannah Montana, and I haven't really heard anything yet that makes me go, wow, she's got a lot of talent, but I won't count her out just because I'm, of her antics. I'm, I'm telling you, go on YouTube and look up videos of her singing country music. I know which videos you're talking about. Yeah. And I've I mean, seen them because, like I said, I've got girls. in a backyard with, just, just with, with a couple yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, it's like a family barbecue yeah, type thing yeah, going it's on. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, she, she has a killer voice. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's got some pipes. And I think, like I said, I think this is this. I think this whole fiasco with her and the tongue and you know uh, rubbing up on Beetlejuice and all that. <laughs> well, you know, is, look, look is, at her right now. She got a number three song in the nation. Yeah. Exactly, they got her back. People noticed her again. Yeah. Right. I Everybody, mean, she's, and everybody's talking about her. They, they say she's selling out. Yeah, she's selling out a stadium. She's selling yeah. her albums yeah, out. Exactly. exactly. Maybe it's just my aberrant hatred of Alan Thicke. <laughs> Alan I, I, know, I know what I said. Yeah. I meant to say yeah, Alan uh, Thicke, yeah. not Robin Thicke. Right, it, it, it's bouncing yeah. around here. Show and, uh, me that smile again. Show me that, that smile. smile. <laughs> yeah, we're out of tune, I know. Oh, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> here we go. This is number two, Roar by Katy Perry. Oh. I'm not sure what the hell she wants. I, she sings. I, I, what? I, I, it's it's a well-known fact that I'm not a fan of big breasts, but <laughs> Katy Perry, Katy Perry, number one, is just one of the most amazing women on the planet. I just think she's gorgeous with or without makeup. I don't care. And if you go back and you listen to her stuff she did prior to what she is now, like when she was first trying to get big, even back when she was a, a Christian artist, and then went on to do... Um, she had a song for a sister of the traveling pants, I believe it was. It's really good music, and she writes good pop songs. She's got a really nice voice, and she's easy on the eyes. She's really the whole package. She's what Lady Gaga would 
like to be kind not really that's not the right assessment but anyway i think she's great so that's all i had to say yeah i i love her too so that's all i gotta you know she's gorgeous and and this i love her pipes yeah, yeah. Her <laughs> pipes yeah pipes. she does well, it's a great she's really got a nice if I wanna, yeah i love her tits too i mean so. <laughs> that's her early <laughs> stuff it's me it's good i like katie perry uh i like the video for roar i don't care for the song uh, when I listened to it uh, and we got to the chorus, I was like, somebody in a boardroom somewhere wrote this song in order to sell to like Gatorade and Wheaties down down the road. Cause, yeah, because I could I could an see anthem that. type song. They purposely an anthem. Yeah, it's not yeah. her best song. No, no. I but. mean, I love like California Girls, some of the other stuff that I heard on the radio a couple of years back, but this one, I like the song she did with Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> What I, what I realized I liked this song was when I, I was doing the dishes earlier and it was stuck in my head and I didn't mind. I was like, all right, well, I guess I like that song. Is that a euphemism, Pat? No, I actually was doing dishes. Oh. I, I, I'm in the same, same <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you, Pat. I, I like the song. It's really catchy. It's a fun song to listen to. The video is hilarious. The video is awesome. I, I yeah. see the video. I got to watch it. You got to watch the video. You will really like the video. And, um,. It's the same thing. It was like I found myself humming it walking around the house. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> okay, you know. And then I played it for the girls when we went to go. You know, we went on a, ran an errand on the way back. They're both singing it. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm stuck with it now. I'm glad I like it at least a little bit. Yeah. It's like I said, it's not her best stuff, but I do like it. It is fun. And, it's you know, catchy. It's happy. It you know, and it's, it's good an stuff. excuse for you to always be able to put Katy Perry on your television. Mm-hmm. Suzanne true. can't question it. I, but hey, the I, kids I, like it. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's I really. Yeah. Yeah, like she's run out of things to question for me. I'm a big me. fan. And, and, and I like her music, too. Yeah. All right. All right. So thumbs up all around on this one? Another well, thing I like about Katy Perry, up. just to wrap up. Three thumbs up. Three, three thumbs up. Three, because I like Carrie, Katy Perry in general, but I, and I love the video, but I don't care for the song. So, all right. The fact that she married Russell Brand makes me feel like I got a shot. So. <laughs> yeah, you keep telling yourself that, man. With hey, Russell I, I, Brand? I, I, I yeah, gotta, you probably do. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He's hey, hey, now. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I'll take whatever hope right. I can get. Mm. Here, we, here we go, number one now. Well, that's not it. Oh, nope, that's Roar. Hang on, here we go. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies, and I'm not proud of my dress. In the torn up town, no postcode envy. But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose dripping in the bathroom blood. Ring a ding 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 ding. This was the other song that I heard in the car on the way home after already having watched the video once for the show. Uh huh. And I like it. Me too. I fucking love this song. I do. I mean, now is it? Is she solo and they're just editing her into? And she's singing her own harmonies, or is this a band? No, it's it's her. I mean, I mean, the the song is highly produced and everything, but it, I mean, she's like this. There's a 17 year old girl singing the song. She's 17. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Don't really she feel her. dirty I mean, now? This 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 song um, is basically about. I mean, uh, I, I heard an interview with her when I was driving cross country. Actually, I was listening to the top 10. And um, the song basically is like you know, it, it's about her life living, you know, being poor and everything, and living you know in the in the streets with all her friends and everything, and you know how she just got lucky and struck it rich with this song that is just hitting like a meteor. So, she's yeah, got a she's, set of pipes. She's yeah. from New Zealand. She has a yeah. Uh, the the band is called Lord, but her name is Ella Maria Lonnie uh, Yellick O'Connor. That's quite a name. Yeah. Nice. Wow, that's a lot. She's of She's not a Catholic, like like Italian Catholic. 
She's not an Italian Catholic. She's uh, from New Zealand. With a name like that? Wow. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Keep going. (laughs) This reminds me a lot of... Oh, I wish I hadn't started that sentence because I just blanked uh, on the end of it. Uh, (laughs) uh, This reminds me that i got to take more ginkgo biloba. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, Patrick. What? Uh, Maya. M-Y-A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or is it M-I-A? M-I-A, I think is that. M-I-A. Yeah. I... I'm with, not, the, with the harmonies, yeah. The, I'm not, I'm not have a big you seen the video? Fan. But this reminds me a lot of her big hit, uh, yeah. which is I'm just blanking. Uh, me too. Maya, M I A, M I A, not Maya. Um, she's from Sri Lanka, and Huge there's Afro. God, Paper Planes. Yes, that's the one. Thank Paper Planes. Reminds me so much. This song does. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Song now. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked that song when it came out, and I, and I listened to her catalog after that, and I didn't care for much else. Pretty much that song that I like. Well, and it's not that it's the same musically, because I think that you'd probably find more soulful parallels uh, with uh, the uh, voice, uh, the vocals for Lord. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But it's got the same kind of, uh, I want to say, low class. It, not as a negative thing, but like this is where I came from. This is the neighborhood. This is the I life I know. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And we're proud of it. This is kind of the same yeah. thing you'll see with uh, D Antwoord, where mm-hmm. oh, like nice reference. Where <laughs> like it, being low class is cool. I mean, you you can even uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, the Pop and Tags uh, song, thrift shop, thrift shop. The thrift shop mm-hmm. song, kind of the same thing, where it's like retaken back. There, yeah, there's a lot of bad things about being poor, a lot of heartache, and a lot of trouble. But you know, there there's some unique experiences there that uh, there's a lot of good music coming from that experience. Well, I think also in this one, the the big point of the thing, of the, her song is that she's re- reveling in the fact that she came from these poor roots. She came from this nowhere land. She came from this. Uh, being an unknown brought herself up now she's the number one song in the country and you know she's like you know what this is what they in the this is what you're you're preaching in your songs well like in the first verse it's the you know talking about grills talking about pop you know diamonds on the watches and that sort of thing and she's like no i'm still not i'm i'm still sticking back with what i have sticking back with what i know i'm not going to go all berserk and stuff and you're not going to find me walking a tiger on a chain type of thing I'm glad I can move all you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I think, yes. I think uh, we moved Pat right out of the channel. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. <clears throat> Get him back. There we go. Let's... But not too... What quickly. happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, apparently, the it, it got too real in here for you. <laughs> and I heard The last thing I heard was number one song in the country, and then gone. I'm like, what? What? Hey, Patrick. Number one <laughs> yes. song in the country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mr. No Nos. <laughs> I love how Mr. No Nos has got his whole like background now from just being <laughs> me describing the guy who got his nose cut off in Conan in our first podcast to now he's this creepy clown. <laughs> who I imagine looks like Emo Phillips. 
<laughs> oh yeah. And yeah, he's going away. And when he when he runs his arms, his when he runs his arms wave behind him like Jello. And he moves like one of those hot air things that advertise sales. He's like, so yeah, Lord's pretty good. All right, so out of these ten. All right, you can only you can only pick one song out of these ten. Which one do you take? Royals, easy for me. Oh crap! Mm. This is not fair. Wait, what did you say, Patrick? You can, I said Royals. You, you went, if you got to pick you one went, song, you went the with top. Lord. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we have to pick a song though, and not the artist. Correct. Only one song. See, now this is tough for me because I'm bouncing between Counting Stars by One Republic and Royals by Lord. Those are my two that I liked a lot. Uh, I am torn between Wake Me Up by Avicii and uh, The Fox by Ilvis just because I freaking love <laughs> Ilvis. <laughs> just a sentimental favorite? Well, like, not only that, but I love music from the area. I mean, you guys have probably heard me talk about Poets of the Fall. Poets of the Fall mm-hmm. from Finland is my favorite band. And hearing another act from the same geographical area make it big gives me hope that someday I may not have to travel to Europe in order to see them live. Europe, now there was a good band. Finland. (laughs) Final countdown. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Finland is a song called Ninja. Finland is the country where I quite want to be. No, that that's ninja right there. Ninja Super. It's horrible. It's, it's fantastic. I had that album. I loved it. Okay, but anyway, yes. Going back to Josh, what are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Elvis as much as I want to go with. Uh, uh, no man, let your free flag fly. Yeah, no, we're going with the fox. Okay, Pat's going with Lord. <laughs> Royals. <laughs> Yes. Hachi, hachi, hachi ho. <laughs> I don't know. Any, anything that's come on, Joel. Anything that's catchy enough to keep my attention and uh, be something that I want to sing. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to go with the unpopular opinion here and go with Elvis as well, um, yeah. just because I like some of the other artists and I like other songs, but I didn't necessarily like the song that were in the top ten. So what? <laughs> See, I'm going with Counting Stars. The One Republic one, I love that one a lot. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's not... <laughs> okay, so, awesome. there we go. Looks like the fox wins. The fox wins by two. Nose. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, looking at all 20, pick one. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I, 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 I still uh, got to go switch out of mine. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I put all my eggs in that basket. I got to, I got to stick with it. Yeah, if I have, if I am stuck on a desert island with an MP3 player with only one song on it, Sweet Child of Mine's Patrick be it. just put his one egg in the basket. Oh, Fuck it, I'm sticking oh, with the fox. Oh. <laughs> 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 For the rest of eternity, Josh is everybody going ding 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 ding. <laughs> Ships going by that island. We know there's somebody there, but nobody wants to go see. <laughs> no one will rescue him. All we hear is the phantom cries of Hachi 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 Ho. <laughs> Thus, the fox was your undoing. Yes, that's how I turned Uh, into Johnny Castaway. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic. So what's on tap for next week? Next week, we are watching movies again. We are going to watch Goonies and the spiritual successor to Goonies, which is Super 8. Yeah. It is going to be a romping good time of a bunch of misfits, miscreants, and such, making all kinds of mischief and wonder. Goonies never say die. (laughs) And it all ends when you go up in his bucket. Baby Ruth. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Pat, do the truffle shuffle. Love you, Chunk. <laughs> Have you seen the truffle shuffle shirt? Have you seen the truffle yes. shuffle where he's uh, deflecting bullets? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> it's a gift, and it's fantastic. I gotta, find, I gotta that. find that one. No, with the shirt though, it says truffle shuffle on the front. But when you flip it up and put it over your head, they've got Chunk's face on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ruth. <laughs> so, well, that's right. So next week, tune in, and we are going to be uh, w- watching uh, Goonies and Super 8 and comparing the two. And thanks for listening this week. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send a comment, complaint, or to pass a note under the desk to Patrick, find us at 40go14.com on Facebook, or email us directly at 40go14 at gmail.com. Wow, that was pretty together. It's <laughs> almost like actually- you pre-wrote that. Yeah, I, and I, I just want to say, if you, if you do pass a note to me, the answer will be yes, I do like you. Aww. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't forget iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, TalkShoe, and all of their fine podcasting directors. Yeah, have leave, any us, taste. leave us a review on iTunes. We love to hear from you guys, and we'd like to know where we can improve. And if you guys have any ideas for shows, let us know on Facebook. And yes, thank you for the ones that we've already got. They're awesome. Coming soon, we will uh, be getting Hi. the Google Voice uh, message up. Uh, what? What? We're going to do a voicemail line. Uh, yes, we are. I don't know if it's going to be on Google Voice, but there is going to be a way, a way that you guys are gonna, going to be able to. There it goes. Josh, can you diagram that sentence for me? <laughs> no, I can't. I, I parsed. I, I think there was like two everything was going so nicely. <laughs> we were <laughs> ending on such a nice note. I was proud it of Mike, so and then good. Josh went and talked. <laughs> Yeah. I don't blame Josh. I blame my tongue. That's what she said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I interpret that as consent. Ring a ding ding. What? <laughs> oh, All right. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. All good night, right. folks. It's Have a good week. night. Good evening. Later. <laughs> Joel, I love you. Dog goes wolf, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, mouse goes squeak, cow goes moo, frog goes crow, and the elephant goes too. Ducks go quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, ow, ow. But there's one sound that no one knows. And and um and 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 what Michael J. Fox says and and um and 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 um and 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 um and 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 um and what Michael J. Fox says Joel yeah you're going to hell I am and at the end of the song I say that you know the good news is I'll be there to hang out with.